Hi, my name is Halla. As a professional life coach, I help women identify and put into action their values, passions, and talents so they can live the purpose-filled life God's already designed for them. Are you ready to live a purpose-filled life? Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to the Purpose-Filled Life podcast. My name is Halla Salmon, and I am a professional Christian life coach at HRS Life Coaching. My passion is helping women to identify and live out exactly who God's created them specifically to be. And I do that through multiple different coaching avenues, one of which is through this podcast. Each week, I share different tips or interviews with women who are living out their purpose and ways for you to learn how to do the same. For the next few episodes, I have chosen to do a series all about the mind. And the reason for this is our beliefs, what we know to be true, what we think to be true about who we are, about our situation, about other people, what we believe has such a major powerful impact on how we live. And so it's important to learn how to control our thoughts. Our thoughts lead to emotions, emotions lead to action, action leads to results. So we are going to talk all about the mind for the next few episodes. If as I'm going through this series, you are listening and are like, more, 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 I'm loving this, this is exactly what I'm needing, I would love to invite you to my fall retreat. The retreat is called Renew You, and the whole focus is Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so these next couple episodes are going to be just a taste of everything we're going to be diving into at this retreat. And I would love to invite you to join us at this event. The ways to sign up and more information are linked below, and you can always schedule a call with me to see if it's the right fit for you. So let's get to it. Today, we're going to start off this series with a concept called the growth mindset. And this has been a little bit of a buzzword in, or buzz phrase, I suppose, in education. I, my background is in education. I have my master's in education. I was a special education teacher for five years. And the growth mindset is extremely powerful when applied to learning environments. The growth mindset is extremely powerful when applied to the way we think and look about situations. And the first step to making change is having an awareness. And so this episode is about having awareness of what a growth mindset is, and then taking some steps towards beginning to apply the growth mindset to your life. The other piece that I would like to talk about today is comparing the growth mindset to what the Bible says about mindset. And the reason I'd like to do this is because they go hand in hand. The Bible supports the growth mindset. The growth mindset supports what the Bible says about the mind, specifically renewing the mind, transforming the mind, being able to have the control and self-control that the Bible encourages to be able to shift your thinking to be more in line with what is good and right and best. So I'm just so excited to talk about this. So let's begin by kind of defining the growth mindset. And in order to understand the growth mindset, you also need to understand its counterpart, which is a fixed mindset. 
So let's begin with a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset is someone who believes that there is no changing their situation or they cannot learn. It's someone who believes in education terms that you are either smart or not, that you are a math person or not a math person, that you are a great writer or not a great writer. There's absolutes. Fixed mindset believes that you are good or you are not. Someone who has a fixed mindset compares a lot. Well, that person's just so good at basketball, so I'll never be like them. That's, that's their gifting. That's not something I'm good at. So they compare. Someone with a fixed mindset compares. Someone with a fixed mindset ignores challenges or kind of steps away from challenges. They don't believe that they are useful or helpful or worth it. They decline challenges. They don't take risks. Um, someone with a fixed mindset also believes that effort is futile. Why would I try at that? I'm, already, I'm not good at it, so why would I even try? Why would I even begin that puzzle? I'm not gonna be able to solve it. I know I'm not good at that, so why would I even begin? Someone with a fixed mindset gives up easily. They get discouraged and don't have the drive and the desire to keep going because they don't believe that they'll be able to have a good result in the end. So what's the point? They give up, they quit. They often believe that it's not even worth beginning something or putting an answer or attempting something new because they're just gonna fail anyway. So why would I try? Why would I begin? So a fixed mindset is someone who is just very set in their ways, very stuck, does not believe there is room to grow in one or many areas of their life. So in education, it's really easy to come up with those examples, right? As I said, someone who believes that, oh, you're a math person or you're not. Um, you know, someone who's fearful to attempt something new within the classroom because they're just terrified of making a mistake. In life, someone with a fixed mindset is someone who's afraid to step out of their comfort zone, someone who is afraid to try something new, someone who is afraid to maybe sign up for that dating app because, well, I'm meant to be single forever. No one's going to like me, so why would I even attempt that? Someone with a fixed mindset might be in a job that they hate due to the fear and the belief that, well, this is just where I'm supposed to be. There's no way of moving out of here. There's, there can't be anything better for me. This is, I'm being punished, I'm supposed to stay here. Okay, so someone could be really fixed and stunted and really what's behind that is just the total fear of trying something new. So someone with a fixed mindset is someone who is not going to move forward in their life in general. They just have no belief that they can grow. They have no belief that their thoughts can change. On the opposite side, the opposite spectrum is the growth mindset. And the growth mindset is backed up by science. There is Carol Dweck has done a lot of research on this. She's a great person if you want to find some more 
um, scientific evidence and um, psychological evidence, neurological evidence of this growth. And what the research has found is that the brain is like a muscle. Just like you go to the gym and work out, um, you know, you have to lift weights starting with something small and then bigger and bigger and bigger and your muscles grow. Um, you know, I compare to soccer fields, working out, um, building up your stamina. Um, you know, when you first start, it's so hard. It's awful. You, you don't want to push yourself. And yet, as you continue, you grow as an athlete. Your muscles grow. And they're finding that it's the same thing with the brain. The brain is a muscle. And when the muscle is stretched, when the muscle is challenged, when the muscle fails, it grows. Synapses fire and the brain actually grows, which is so wild. Which shows, according to science, that we are meant to face challenges if we want to grow. We are meant to fail and learn. That mistakes are actually a good thing because they allow us to move forward in our understanding of things. A great example that is often used when explaining the growth mindset is comparing a baby. We don't think of a child who's learning to walk and crawl and talk and eventually run and begin school. We don't look at that new child as dumb. We don't make fun of that child for not knowing how to do something because we know that their learning takes time. We know that in order to walk, they have to fall a couple times. We know that in order to talk, they have to babble and say things that don't make sense. But that is how their brain is processing and growing and learning to produce fruit to produce new words, to walk, to grow as a human being. And yet, as we grow up, when it comes to facing challenges, when it comes to learning something new, our world instantly jumps to, oh, that person just doesn't know how to do that. They're dumb, or they're not smart enough to do that. When does that change? At what point do we begin believing that someone just isn't capable? This research shows that every person is capable of growth. Every person is capable of rewiring their brain. Every person is capable of renewing their mind. So someone with a growth mindset embraces challenges. They say, bring it on. I know this is something I'm going to learn from. My brain is going to stretch here. It might be hard, but I'm going to go for it. Someone with a growth mindset sees effort as a way to master something. You know, if I just keep working at this, if I keep persevering, right? Scripture that talks about perseverance produces character and character hope and hope does not disappoint us. So many times when the Bible backs up the growth mindset. We've already talked about renew, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. 
growth mindset says you can absolutely renew your mind. You can absolutely shift the way that you think about things, shift the way that you approach things. And the Bible says it's necessary to do. Someone who believes in perseverance has the growth mindset. And again, perseverance produces character, character hope. Someone with a growth mindset appreciates criticism and learning from the feedback of others. How can I improve? How can I shift my thinking on this subject? Someone with a growth mindset, rather than comparing themselves to others, is inspired by others. Wow, look at what that person has accomplished. I wonder how much I could accomplish if I put my mind to that. I wonder what my thinking could look like if I begin shifting my beliefs. There's a major difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. Let's talk a little bit more about what the Bible says about our minds. And I've already mentioned Romans 12 too. It says, do not conform to the patterns of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So what Romans 12, 2 is essentially saying is that you are capable of changing the way you think. Just because something's been a certain way your whole life, just because you've had a belief about who you are for your whole life, just because you think something about who you are, about who someone else is, doesn't mean you can't change that thought or that belief. So for example, if you believe, and I talked about this a little bit in a previous episode, if you believe that you are a selfish person, if that is your belief about who you are, well, I'm just selfish, so why, you know, why would someone ask me to be a part of that nonprofit organization that I so desperately want to work at? I'm selfish, so they wouldn't see me as someone who could work at a nonprofit, that just must not be for me. And you get fixed in that thought pattern. That thought prevents you from taking action because of the emotions that it gives you. Okay, so you have to start with shifting the thought, renew your mind. Part of what the Bible talks about with renewing your mind is thinking more in line with God, thinking more in line with Jesus. And, you know, whatever is honorable, whatever is noble, think about such things. So let's shift a bit to what are some practical things you can do to start renewing your mind. Okay, like I'm recognizing that, okay, I have these beliefs, I have these thoughts, I have a fixed mindset right now, I'd like to shift, I'd like to have a growth mindset. I'd like to believe that my thoughts can change. I'd like to begin feeling differently, which essentially starts with your thoughts. What you think about is what you begin to feel. So how do you do that? How do you shift your thoughts? The first is to just believe this is possible. My brain can grow. The second, and that sounds kind of simple, but that's change begins with recognition. Okay, so recognizing that this is where I was and it's not where I want to be anymore. You have taken the first step and that needs to be celebrated. That needs to be, if you're a list person, that needs to be checked off your list. Okay, I am recognizing that this needs to change. I'm recognizing my thoughts are toxic to me and the progress I want to make. And I believe 
I believe I can change them. Growth mindset. You're shifting to a growth mindset already. Second thing you can do, embrace a challenge. So spend some time journaling and I'll give you a reflection question to think about. What is something in your life that you are afraid to begin? We all have something that we are afraid to start. We're afraid to take that first step. And yet it's something we really want to do. It might be something simple as, well, to some people it might sound simple, to you it's a big deal, of thinking about that friend or that acquaintance that you would like to become a friend and reaching out to them to see if they want to get coffee, see if they want to go for a walk, see if they want to go to the beach. That first step of reaching out is terrifying. Right? Putting yourself out there, going out of your comfort zone and being the first person to take initiative. It's scary. It's a challenge. You're putting yourself in a position to be rejected, possibly. And you're putting yourself in a position to grow. So that's why we have to believe I'm capable of change. I am capable of growing. Then you need to put yourself in a position to test that. Begin practicing embracing a challenge. Maybe for you the challenge isn't reaching out to someone. Maybe you have no problem making new friends. Maybe you have no problem reaching out to someone new. Maybe for you it's talking to your boss about a race. Maybe for you you know you have not been treated well and so it's standing up for yourself, for advocating for what you deserve. Maybe that's too big of a starting point and that's a couple steps down the line. But spend some time thinking about what in your life is a challenge for you that you are refusing to embrace. Journal about that. Journal about that. Let it come out, figure out, pray about it. God, what is a challenge that, I, that you're putting in front of me so that I can grow? And so that I can shift my thinking about who I am and what I'm capable of, what's a challenge that I'm neglecting? A challenge for you might be a shift in your routine, getting up a little bit earlier, trying to read your Bible more consistently, getting in a physical workout routine. Okay, what is your challenge that will allow your thoughts and your brain, that muscle, to grow and begin to think differently about who you are and what you're capable of. Okay, so our first step was believing that you're capable of change, that you're capable of having that growth mindset, that your thoughts are capable of changing. You believe in the scripture that you can be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You believe that that's capable, that you are capable of that. The second is embracing a challenge in your life. And the third is giving yourself permission to fail. This is going to be harder for some than others. The word failure carries a lot of weight. We assume that failure is a bad thing. We assume that that means that we 
are a failure. So if it helps, try redefining that word. So rather than failing, that carries so much weight, think of it as, and I'm chuckling because some of you will be like, Hallie, that is so dumb, but think of that failure as a learning opportunity. How could you shift from, oh, I can't do this, and like fixed mindset that I, this is the end. I can never be good at that. I quit, I'm giving up. What do you need to do to believe in the scripture in Romans 5, 3 through 5? That says, we rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. Suffering is failing. Suffering is feeling rejection. Suffering might be embarrassment. Suffering is a learning opportunity. It's an opportunity to embrace perseverance, to not give up, to not stop, to not quit. And that's why we need to start embracing little challenges in our day, going back to step two. We need to begin little challenges because we need to fail. We need to experience suffering because suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. And we need to know how to suffer in the small things, how to fail well, so that when the bigger things come our way, when we're trying to make the big shifts in our lives, the big changes, we know how to push through them. We know how to embrace a challenge. We know how to not succeed so that then we can find success in those failures. We continue to grow, we continue to persevere, we continue to move forward in life. We shift from a fixed mindset, I'll never be good at that, I'll never have the life that I want to have. We begin to shift and embrace the growth mindset by changing our thought patterns. Changing our thought patterns, changing our emotions, changing our actions, changing our results. So again, there is so much power in the way that you think. And you are capable, as backed up by science, psychology, neuropsychology, and the Bible, that your brain is capable of changing. You have the capacity to renew your mind, to change your thoughts, which in turn change your emotions, which in turn change your actions, which in turn change the results of what you truly desire. So there is power in the growth mindset. Start with step one, believe in it, know that it's true. Step two, embrace the little challenges in your day. And step three, give yourself permission to have learning opportunities. I look forward to hearing the ways that you are applying these to your life, what you've learned about the growth mindset. Send me an email, leave me a comment. You can find me on social media at Halla Salmon. All of the ways to contact me are linked below. And again, if this renewing your mind, transforming your thoughts is something that you would like to do more work on, 
and disconnect from your daily routine and really focus on who you were created to be, I would love to have you at my fall retreat. The link to sign up for that is below. You can always schedule a call with me to see if it's the right fit for you. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'd love to hear what you learned from this episode, so feel free to shoot me a message or leave me a comment. And don't forget to subscribe for more tools to live a purpose-filled life.